Is this? Are we entering right now? We're right now. Okay, you can edit that, but yeah, but Jeff Scott's not here. It's just you and me. What do we do? <laughs> we have a party. Just party all over the Bible right now. All over the Bible. <laughs> all up, all <laughs> up in the, up all in up in the Bible. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're gonna two chronicles this right now. Yeah, <laughs> John three sixteen. What? <laughs> Trey <What>? sixteen. <laughs> Is he twenty three in the house? <laughs> you know what I think about Mark. <laughs> Woo, Marky Mark. It doesn't matter what you think about the Bible interpretations, lamentations. It's all good. Other shins. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, Scott's no guess. not here. Scott's out of town. Just Jeff and I, and we did talk a lot about prayer. Prayer. It came up. There's California's on pray. fire. Oh, you should yeah. pray. Devast- California's on fire. And people are praying for it. Pray. We talk about that. Celebrities' houses are dying. Did the houses die? Some of them. Or did I hearts die? Pe- some people have died. Anyways, prayer. That, yeah, that's not good. Also, a survey on the Great Commission. How many percent <laughs> of churchgoers... How many percent... What percentage of churchgoers know the Great Commission? It's not a lot. and We know that it's great. But is it a commission? And we talk about that. Oh, that's why you can't hear. Your thing is not plugged in. Oh, can you hear me now? I can't hear you. Okay. <laughs> so we talk about that survey. Jeff doesn't know what the Great Commission is. I'll just say it right now. And he admits it as such. And later on, we were commissioned. And we were commissioned to read feedback by you re- reacting to a survey of is the gospel that we are bad? Is we The gospel is that we are bad is a direct quote from Scott from the episode with Steve Austin. And we did a, a Twitter and, and a Facebook poll, yeah. and we react to that and talk about that a little bit, but it's a good episode all the way around. If you need a guest or cogent, well-thought-out thoughts on a specific subject, don't listen. Just download, skip ahead, make sure you play it to the end for us, but you don't have to listen. Yeah, don't listen. In fact, if you were hoping to hear stupid things... Don't listen, okay? Whoa, you turned it on me. Yeah. What would they listen for if they're wanting to hear something? I've commissioned all of you that are listening, stop listening. That's the great commission. Go into all the world and stop listening to Bros, Bibles, and Beer. Absolutely. Why don't you hit a button, Jeff? Let's see if it's going. Okay. Go ahead, press a button. The button of your choice. He's the big dog. All right. Okay. Well, that's somebody who's not here. <laughs> this feels so much better right now. I'm like, <laughs> what's missing? My voice is deeper. You sound good. My court. Well, I sound probably sound better than I normally do. I can take the place of Scott. Can I just? I'll just try to sound more condescending whenever I'm responding to you. See how that works. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this beer. There you go. What's this beer? That is Fremont Brewing Company from someplace in Oregon. I'm going to guess Fremont. Is there a Fremont, Oregon? I should know that. I know there's a Fremont, California. We'll have our corrections and retractions department get on that. <laughs> but uh, Fremont Brewing Company, Lush IPA. Mm. And it is lush. This is That's appropriate. Yeah, this is... This is in my top five IPAs. All right. Speaking of five, five words or less, what's your beer review? D 
Delicious. <laughs> That's three. I could really use a drink. Well, we Thanks, got one. Lisa. Thank you. All right. Oh, that was. Oh, forget it. <laughs> no sidebars. Yeah, and I'm drinking my own. I made this. It's a. Uh, it's a homebrew red. What's it called? Sorry, I cut you off. Oh man, you're I, so detailed. I don't know if I have a name for this one yet, but it's it's a red. It's kind of a seasonal. It's a seasonal red ale with a little bit of pumpkin spice thrown in. Now I know I lie to you all the time, but I want to be real honest with you. When I hear the word seasonal from you, I'm like, oh god, this is going to be way strong for my palate. Can I have a little sip, even though it's your backwash? That is, <laughs> and. Listen to my voice. I got a little. I can give you your own if you want. Oh my gosh! This I can already. It's so. Okay. It's not as strong. I took as a I whiff. Make it. I took a whiff. It's so strong. It's powerful. Well, it's fresh. Okay, I shouldn't say strong. It's powerfully fresh. It's robust. And I mean, I don't. I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say my wife likes your beer. Because I usually don't make. I usually add a little something to them. I usually drink IPAs personally, but I have a habit of making beers that are not IPA. This so is, it's tasty. So you're saying your wife would probably like it, but it, it's like, that's eh. uh, yeah. okay. It's I, not I, for everyone. It's not hoppy. Well, I remember when I started with my my Dos Equis, like that was my beginner beer, my entry. And then I went through, met you, and then all of a sudden I started drinking a lot. Now I'm overweight, but that's a whole different story. Personal and responsibility, Jeff. It's not my <laughs> fault. <laughs> it's pushed on me at every event. And since we do events Monday through Sunday, you know, I've gotten heavy. Yeah. Plus, we're really good at discipleship. So <laughs> plus, we're really, we're doing relationship with multiple people every day that requires beer. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, last night it was late at night. There was some leftover pizza. I grabbed some pizza, grabbed a sculpin, and uh, watched a little TV. Leftover pizza is so good. Mm, yeah. With Red Hot, it's even better. Where were we? Yeah. Well, we were making fun of Scott. I can't remember where he is. Chicago or something? Oh, is he really? I don't... The well, Windy City? I don't know. I want to say Chicago. I don't know why he is where he is. And I honestly, I don't remember where he is where he is. So... He's probably... I uh, so regret this whole conversation. Yes, yeah, too, Scott. You will, buddy. Scott <laughs> Scott will be here one way or another. In spirit. Oh, man. In spirit. Yeah. So you, you came in my door, and you're hobbled over, and you, you move uh, certain ways, and you you bend over real quick. The and sciatica's killing me. I'm like, wow, he's... He's presenting early on in the evening. <laughs> Usually there's a couple more drinks before he bends over like that. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. Well, July, I think it was right around July 1st, I just snapped something in the base of my back. I've had sciatica ever since. So July, August, September, October, November. Oh my gosh. I'm four months into this thing. It's terrible. I'm totally incapacitated, which yeah. is why I can't really do much. So I just sit around and eat. Del Taco and chocolate. Halloween just passed. So no more all, running? He, eating all the kids. You can't run no. past your homeless friends? Uh, no. I ran last week and it just it devastated me. Yeah, it, like set me back. I don't know how long because this is never ending. You know, people say they're praying. Like, I'm just praying for healing. 
like, okay, I'm uh, I'm praying for healing, but really I'm like just give me the strength to know that this is such a blip on the screen, Lord, and uh, however it plays out, somehow it's going to be amazing. Yeah, because there's a lot of people we know that are. Yeah, the whole praying for healing thing, it's no secret to anybody who's listened to us long enough that something I really struggle with, just praying in general. I mean, what you pray about reveals what you believe about God. And so I started paying attention to how I was praying. And I started thinking, is God really like that? Because I got a lot of vending, I have vending machine Jesus or, or Aladdin Jesus. I wasn't a faith healer type guy or somebody who believed if your faith is strong enough, God will do it. Just praying for regular stuff. Even thanking God for stuff kind of implies like, oh, God gave me that. But why are there so many people in the world that don't have that? So anyways, <laughs> but regarding you and, and healing, it's like there are a lot of people that were around we know and at church and stuff that are like, oh, let's just pray for it. Let's pray for it. And I still think you should. I don't I don't hold it against anybody and I, I accept it and I occasionally do it when the shit hits the fan in my life. But well, I'm still conflicted. <laughs> well, to, to step back, uh, a, a friend of ours, we, well, he once told me when I was, I was praying or I talked about what Can I was Can you praying. give him a made up name? Um, t- Todd Escobar. <laughs> Todd Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just used my pastor's first name and, you know, <laughs> a Colombian cartel. <laughs> is with it, an esh <laughs> is it that pastor no okay no it's but, not todd Rodarmal. but i think no i thanked <laughs> i thanked nbclife.com yeah no nbc.life yeah right um i thanked god for life i just god thank you for this life that we have you know for the family that i get a lead he's like what the hell excuse me excuse me what the hell are you thanking did you just God apologize for, for saying hell i did gosh darn it you're rubbing, off. you're rubbing off on me i i did and i i will know i uh what am i talking about that for he 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 called me and said why are you thanking god for your life and that just went sideways real fast but just thinking about how, do i know this person yeah yeah i said it a friend of ours todd eshkabar Anyway, um, he's far away now, <clears throat> but oh. but it's just it's, oh. it's just this the the diversity of what people do believe and what you should be praying. There's people who think you should be praying these certain things every day, and be like, well, if I don't, you know, superstition, or you know, if I didn't do it, you know, and we've talked about that eons ago but i i think about people who are praying for healing and i i often think like we're meant to go through pain i mean we're going to go through health things i mean our bodies fall apart i mean i was indestructible four months ago <laughs> and i'm still indestructible but i just have this pain in my but you just back. walk funny <laughs> right, <laughs> just I just I hunch over like an old man every once in a while, and like oh god, oh my, 
My wife just laughs at me, and the kids like, "What's wrong, Dad?" I'm like, "Now nah, I'm just picking up some lint here. I'm fine." Oh God. <laughs> nah, it's it's uh it's good to pray, but I often I have a question for you. Do you think that praying religiously is keeps you in the spirit and closer to God? Yes, with caveats. Let's hear the caveats. Yeah, I'm open I'll for it. I'll say, for me personally right now, when I take time to pray, I'm not doing a lot of asking. So, mm. I mean, there's, California is basically on fire right now. And um, it is so many celebrities' homes are burned up. It's terrible. It's terrible that the celebrities' homes are burned up. I see. Okay, side note. I, I've been seeing article after article of... I'm blanking on names now. I think Bieber. Was it Bieber? The guy from 300, Gerard. Okay. Gerard, that guy. Uh, his house burned down. A lot of celebrities' homes in L.A. But I'm I'm just thinking, okay, the news is reporting all the celebrities, the, the important people, right? The people that matter to Earth. And I'm just thinking, a lot of... Clickbait. You know, what about... Um, what about John Bullrush's house or Catherine Eckersley or other names I could make up? You know, there's so many people that right. their houses are burned up, but obviously you're right. It's clickbait. So where was I? Prayer. Prayer. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I don't ask for stuff. Oh, California on fire. If there's a fire in my backyard... I guarantee you I would resort to praying against that fire like a mofo. Like I would I would pray so hard for God to supernaturally intervene and despite the fact that I don't feel like God does that very much. I feel like I don't feel like God is directing life like that. Does that make sense? Right, like real thing. I mean, things happen in life, and it's like at yeah. that moment. I mean, how that came to be, we don't know. Maybe we know, you know, yeah. in the future. But you know, things happen in life. Maybe so. this is a good example of. So, if we were going on a trip and we're going to drive far away, I don't believe currently that if I pray for our driving trip, that we will be more safe because of that prayer. Because in my head, and obviously not a critique against any of you else that feel differently, and let me hear it. Critique me, that's fine. I want to hear it. Because in my head, if God will protect you more if you pray, it reveals something about God that's kind of scary to me. That, that God who knows all, ostensibly all-powerful, and he won't protect me unless I ask. Like, that says something about the way he might love me that I don't like and I'm not comfortable with. Okay. I'm I'm cutting you off. Okay. Because my question <laughs> my question you're not really getting to the question. Oh, you're why getting I to pray if pray if prayer you're kind of getting to the prayer does God answer prayer and I'm getting to the if you pray if you pray and you're consistently praying. Oh no, do, I think I was getting there. The, okay, you were? Well, let me say something. Okay. So, Do you feel closer to in God? In my example, I think that it's possible that me praying before a trip 
could put me in a state of mind to be aware, more aware of how I'm driving, how I'm protecting my family with the way I'm driving. Uh, and if it puts me in a place where I'm more in tune with what's around me in, in how, in how the trip's going, that may in fact make me safer. That's better. The in tune, like, are you in tune with e- God more? With your yes. Spirit? And so I am finding if, even if I just pray lately, it's just like trying to like, God, are you there? Uh, I could use a little information, uh, just praying almost like not sure kind of like my feet are unsteady with prayer and just just kind of like talking in a way that's like uh, i'm saying like a lot because i'm unsure of myself right now jeff so i'm adding words i got gotcha. that, that shouldn't be there so forgive my likes how's your heart <laughs> oh my heart's good my throat is sore heart strong but i think when i when i do pray it, it does, it does, there is a closeness because it, at, at the very least you're saying words that try to get you in tune with God or the divine or whatever you want to call it. Um, and in that sense, you feel closer and you might be open to more opportunities for what God is doing in other people's life. Definitely more so than if I don't pray at all, which does happen a lot of days. I don't pray at all. Right. I don't even feel guilty right. about it. I'm I'm not worried. I just know I'm kind of in this I'm gonna say a word season where I'm I feel connected enough and I know I feel like I'm that I'm loved completely no matter what happens and I'm not gonna fake things. So I try to be open to where things are going. If I don't have it, sometimes I'll just say, God, I don't have it right now and I'll move on. In that sense, when I when I do, do that I said, do do. When I say, God, I don't have it, and that's it. That's the end of it. There is like a little more connection, or or a little more. But you're affirming. It's like you're tapping into a yeah, flow of right. something. You're affirming that I have. I got. A, I have a relationship with God. Like I have. There's a pipeline of communication back and forth between me and God, just by saying something that you're affirming the thought. Correct. Yeah, or or just trying, and I just practicing. Think of, I think about the people who it's mostly back, not not so much forth, the, or vice versa. I'm just thinking about the listener, people out there. They're praying, or they're not, or they're praying religiously every day, or it's at the dinner table, or at every meal, and then there are the people that are just they're praying all the time. I don't, you know, across the spectrum. I just think about what it is that that does for them? Does it bring them closer to God and their faith? And are they more, they feel more led by the spirit when they do pray, even if their prayers, I mean, they don't need to be answered or maybe they, maybe they they don't need to be correct. Right. Like I think most, probably 90% of Christians, if there is a personal God that knows everything, 90% of Christians are going to pray stuff that, doesn't make sense to the bigger picture of things. I don't think that matters. People have prayed for rain on their farms and it's happened and some it hasn't happened. And, or we look at it like it hasn't rained in so long. I keep praying. And so there's, they're praying every day. There's signs. And I know churches that have done like even around here when there was a drought, churches were putting signs, pray every day, pray for rain. Look, 
it's nature. Eventually, it's going to rain. And I know for people, when it did rain, it was like, God, oh, he came through. He came through when we needed it. And I'm thinking, what about the last six months? <laughs> right. So, but I can't, I can't explain it. If that affirms our faith, God bless him. Like, I, I hope it does. To me, it feels a little silly. That's like kind of a weird gray area of the, it's building their faith. They're not looking at all the times it doesn't happen. They're looking at the one time it does happen. Right. And, and hell, they might be right, like for all I know. They spin, might be right. It's like a spin cycle to me, but yeah, yeah. they could be right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I always have to say they could be right. Like That's the thing I have to remind myself. No matter how many faith changes or wherever, wherever I'm at, I always have to stay anchored to it's possible I'm way off. Things seem to me a certain way that are very different from other people who believe in Jesus. I still believe in Jesus, just very differently than... Oh, great. A lot of other people, which really I'm just setting myself apart. Oh, that's good. How so? I'm let me sanctified. play Scott for, let me play Scott for a moment. <laughs> I'm so bad. Oh, shut up, yeah, Scott. Shut up, Jeff. Scott. Jeff has Scott. So I, I had a little thought there, and I totally forgot about my little thought. Was it prayer? It was. Well, uh, let me just say, I do. It is weird how I think what you believe, weird is probably not the right word, but what you believe is so is so in a sense like how you are interpret if you believe you're going to get closer to god you will get closer to god right even if you're praying is not perfect or you're asking for stupid shit it will get you closer to god because right. that's okay that's where your heart is okay i and i don't think god's over there like judging people's prayer <laughs> i mean some people is probably like really come on bro but uh, i don't know in the bible if there's some affirmation to the thought of I prayed and if my prayer is not answered, then I feel like there's some in the spirit of how we react in our, in our hearts. Um, like, cause we already know there's victory. We already know that we're so good and God's so good. And we, and we're going to falter and, we repent and we know that we're forgiven and we just keep going. We get back on the horse and we keep going. But I, I think about, you know, listening to a story of um, a gentleman this past week it was at church and he was telling me about his story. And I'm thinking, I want to ask him not, I don't want to continue his story because he was telling me a pretty long story about, how life is. And Were you starting to tune out? I wasn't tuning out. I don't tune out on people. <laughs> and <laughs> that I used to be Mr. Tune Out. That's great. Let me tell you what I think. And I don't really care about what you think. I don't really care about you. Anyway. God, so, he was a really good actor. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Pretty much. That's my Irish background. <laughs> uh, forgive me, Father. Uh, but I kept thinking, I, I need to stop thinking about what he's telling me and thinking about how he's telling me the story, the tone of the story and what's the heart behind it. And to ask him not, Oh yeah. What did you do then? More like, so where has that left you? You know, how's your heart and all this? How's your, I mean, how do you move forward? I mean, do you feel strength in, the Lord in going forward and where you are, because it was a, it was a challenging situation. I think a lot of times 
when why well, okay lately you're being super general lately when someone says this is how work has been and i'm i was fortunate to get work here and there and it was nice to have an 8 hour day and he does construction work i'm i could tell that there has been a struggle for a long time and i wanted to ask him which i didn't but I wanted to ask him, oh, so what's next? And also, there was the fork in the road that was, so how's your heart and all of this, what I just said before? And to kind of, and then to pray about that. Like, let your heart be settled in this and your spirit be settled in this as opposed to, I pray that you'd have eight-hour days at work, you know, for the next three months or that you'd have some consistency because ultimately there's always going to be these challenges. So, so like, like don't don't get caught up in the specifics just wherever you're at you can find the peace within what you're doing or something like especially, that. Especially I think our I think our faith is exponential in how it pushes outward to others when we are in the the crap and just we're burning the midnight oil and we are we got nothing left and people know it and yet we're there's hope there's hope there's light at the end of the tunnel i know there's victory and i'm and i'm i'm there's so much joy that i think that's trend that transcends um in the midst in the midst of defeat though i think like you're saying there's reality no, yeah. I mean, I mean, victory like Christ has. We're victorious. Yeah, it, that's you're trying to put does this words. Make any sense? Um, it doesn't. It doesn't. It does because I speak your your language, and I think most Christians do. God, he was a Yeah, exactly. I believe that definitely, Jeff. Oh, he was a regular rift. Whatever the hell. What the? Oh, shay shay. Still don't know what you're saying. Okay, but. But you're you're trying to put words to the peace. There's a verse that says, I think it's Paul praying for people. Please. The peace that passes all understanding. You're trying to put words to something that just exceeds our understanding. Where right. in this world you have troubles, but take heart, I have overcome the world. That doesn't mean you don't get sick. Right. You don't die. It doesn't mean... I don't get gravity like doesn't exist. Right. You know, I want to fly. Dear God, make me a bird. So I can fly far, far, far away from here. Okay, Tom. That's um. Who was that? That was um. No, that was Robin that was, Wright. Robin Wright from uh, from that show on Netflix. Wait a second. Fly far, far, far away. That was actually Forrest Gump. That was Forrest Gump. The girl. Yeah, Robin Wright. Is that her name? Jenny. Yeah, Robin Wright. Jenny. Plays opposite of, oh my gosh, my recall Tom is Hanks. not total. It's no, okay. the political show on Netflix you love. What? Where you gave up on it because there was a threesome, and then you got back into it. Oh, the pre- the political thing. Yeah. yeah. People are driving themselves crazy right now if we don't name it. Name it, Jeff. What is it called? I don't know. <laughs> West Wing Part 4. Oh, basically. Rated R. Oh, House of Cards. Yes, House of Cards. And they fell. And the new season's out with her, and she is a I don't want to know. Total beast. I don't want to know. She's a powerful woman. 
a lot of powerful, strong women these days. There is. Uh, I was going to go back. So said the media. Oh, you're, you're, you're putting words to something that exceeds rationality. Yeah, and I guess. Does it? Um, it does because you can't explain it. Like, But you, you, get, you get a taste of it. When you tell people have to experience it to know what the heck you're talking about. Right. Like coming through. I, I, I don't want to dwell. I, 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 don't, yeah, I always feel bad. The financial stuff or marriage or, or loss of job or death or whatever or, it might be for people to have. We've, at least and I, with losing a child 12 years ago or whatever it was. It, it, oh, you know exactly. What I'm, but it, keep going. We had, we've had tastes that. of. We've had we've experienced tastes of just like ultimate just peace through it. That's not explainable. There's no way you can make it a formula. And then a lot of times where it's not there, where it's, you're basically a lamentation psalm or or the book of Lamentations or Ecclesiastes, where what does it matter? Everybody dies. Everything's shit. That's the way it goes. Right. Shit for everybody. The good right. and the bad. Um, and you mentioned earlier about is it biblical about prayer? There's like this. You can kind of trace prayer in the Bible where, if you go big picture and you zoom out, you definitely prayed, and God reacted based on how you performed. So God would send, in the Old Testament, God would send rain on the righteous. And not on okay. the unrighteous. Okay. Rain being a good thing. Yep. And there is a progression of understanding, I think, and we get to the New Testament where he sends rain on the just and the unjust. Like, God is a good God. And so there's this progression of understanding. So there's not like a biblical model for how to pray or or praying. Yeah, is there a correct prayer? I guess Jesus with the Lord's Prayer. But that's also very general. It covers certain bases. I don't know that it's a formula that we should be required to say all the time. But uh, just I remember about six six. It's years. definitely biblical. It was it was at least six years ago, maybe seven, and I was at a, a gathering of uh, church folks, and I was like, I just don't know how to pray. Like, is there a way to pray? And someone's like, Hey, is there a way to? Is there like a certain way to prayer? And you know, just prayer is there a certain way and that person said uh yeah there's like four parts there's four parts there you know it starts <laughs> you're doing a little bush a little hw bush <laughs> four. Yeah, shame on sh- shame on me fool me fool me, <laughs> fool once. me. shame on you know, forget about it <laughs> there was there was the like affirming like thankfulness but I can't remember what the word was. It wasn't thankfulness. It was something else. And then, then you know, actual like Lord, and then pray, for, you know, pray for healing. But there was four. There was three or four parts. I, I don't even know what they were. But that was just an example of someone initially saying, "You, you could." Like this is a good way to pray, and then in the end, it was it, it you know it's individual, it's unique to yeah. each person. 
But if you want to get started, here's the starter program uh, for only nine ninety five. You could uh, send me some money, and uh, you know we'll raise the roof for you. Call out your name a couple times, and you you can learn how to pray for. Uh, I guess that's a whopping one hundred nineteen dollars and ninety five cents. So, oh my gosh! Thank you, Jeff. Speaking of that, <laughs> that was t- terrible. Creflo daughter, da- daughter, Creflo dollar has a wait. Is this the jet guy? He's one of them. Okay. He has a new like $19 a month uh, Bible study. Yeah. He's asking people to pledge towards. Well, this was a good segue. Yeah. Well, actually, I want to go back to prayer. So maybe. (laughs) But he says you're withdrawing. You're withdrawing from heaven's bank account by giving him $19 a month for his Bible studies. (laughs) 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 I was trying to. I was uh, in the office, kind of looking at myself in the mirror, like doing the math, like looking at my face, like what, what? Anywho, but prayer, like, is so people's ho- homes are burning right now. And I remember the last time there was a there was a fire that started real close to us. We're in Mission Viejo, and a fire started at the base of Saddleback Mountain, close to people we know. And I remember a lot of talk from. People, understandably, this is not a judgment at all, caveats over, but praying against the fire because it started real close to a neighborhood where we knew knew people. And the wind was fortunate for them because it blew the fire away up the hill and kind of over the range, which it eventually got to other structures on the other side. (laughs) But the prayers were... Thank, more powerful. Thanking God. They were more powerful. Yeah. So that's my question to you, Jeffrey. They were the Rams offense. Jeff Pearson, <laughs> a.k.a. Scott Holbert. You can answer for Scott, too. Uh, That'd be fun. You can no, answer for Scott. No. Is, is that a thing? Like, did they, does people's, does it mean people should have prayed differently or prayed with more power or conviction and the flames would avoid the houses? That's what I want to know. Are what you, do you think, Jeff? Here's what I think. I go back to just our faith and prayer and bringing you closer to God. And so if someone's house doesn't get burned down and mine does, and those people are caught on the news saying, we prayed and prayed that it, the wind would shift and, and then it, had, it burned our neighborhood down. Your prayers burned our neighborhood yeah. down. <laughs> that's terrible. But there's no truth in that. That, But that's kind of the logic. If right. it's true what they say about their prayer, there was an answer to prayer. Uh, right. That and, because of their prayer, God went over the hill and, and allowed the fire to go over there because maybe they should have prayed better. And it sounds so... I sound no like an diff- asshole right now. You know now. what? No, it's no different than... Well, okay, maybe there's some difference, but... Um, you know, rooting for your your sports team, and they hit a grand slam to win the World sports. Series, or they, you know, my my great bowler bowled a strike, and he was my idol as a bowler. And so, I like you how know. you include bowling with sports. Keep going. <laughs> I'm super excited. And then the chess, you know, oh checkmate, like that was my, my also favorite. not a sport. Keep going. <laughs> great. And the cheerleaders, they did great tumbling and flips and. You know, and they won also the not. champion college championship <laughs> on ESPN. <clears throat> My point being is that we get excited about things, and in the moment of like, I prayed, and you know, 
they in their own minds in our own minds we think this worked out you know my prayer was answered and you pointed out earlier about how you could pray for six months of rain and six months of drought and then one day yes and we you know praise the lord for that but to go to the fire back to the fire i think it really comes down to just i'm going to go i will get through this i will get through this um we prayed that our house wouldn't be burnt down and our neighborhood was burned down and theirs wasn't was their prayer answered and mine wasn't or is it something in the waiting of I need to continue to be faithful and pray or ask God, you know, my house, this house was built and I bought it. It was built in a place where (laughs) fires happen. Um, Be like building a home, right? Um, No, God gave it to you. (laughs) It'd be like building a home, you know, in the middle of the ocean and then a big wave comes and you're like, God, how could you do this to me? It's like, you chose to build your house in the middle of the ocean. It is crazy. Every every five to ten years, there's crazy wildfire. This seems like it's a little hotter than usual, um, but Malibu definitely, it's, there's, it just, it happens. Especially two years ago, we had more water than we knew what to do with. Right. The, just everything grew like gangbusters, and then... Two years of not really any rain. It's good Everything fuel. dries out. Right. It's the circle of life, dude. The so there's also anyway. Shoot, that's what I think about about the prayer thing. There's a shooting in uh, was it Thousand Oaks? I'm still not familiar with this. Yeah. Well, you don't read the news, which I love, and I also hate. I told my wife, I'm like, I don't want to hear about it. But there was a shooting in a nightclub. And one of the guys that died... It was in a nightclub? Yeah, or a bar. Okay. It was a bar. It was a, a Marine. I'm light on the actual details off the top of my head, but supposedly a Marine. I don't know the motive. So I'm getting... This is... Uh, this. How many days ago did this happen? Um, Like a week and a half. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, so right. I, this is my first... My first knowledge yeah, so of this. You're blissfully ignorant. But the point, not to talk about the, yeah, go any ahead. of the d- details necessarily, but one of the guys that died also survived the Las Vegas shooting. He was at that concert. <laughs> oh, my god! And made it out. And he was at this other concert. I think, it, I think there was like a country thing going on there or something. I don't know. But he was there. He died. And his mom... I just saw an article where she's like, enough with the thoughts and prayers. I don't want any more prayers. Stop sending me your prayers. Ugh. And her deal right now is gun gun control. And I can't say I blame her. She's just like, right. let's control the gun, get rid of the guns or whatever her, her deal is. That's not my point of bringing it up. It My point is like after the Vegas thing, lots of condolences. We, we say thoughts and prayers. We say sending thoughts and prayers. And then after her son's dying, she's getting it again. Like we're praying for you. And she's, Ugh. Her, she's like, my paraphrase. Fuck that. Do something. What can we do? She's just at a point where prayer, prayer is not enough for her. And I can't say I blame her. She lost her son. Right. And there's no good answer for that, but it just shows how much we re, we rely on platitudes with prayer. Right. 
I almost feel guilty sending. I don't feel guilty. Like I see a thousand people have sent thoughts and you know, I'm sending thoughts and prayers. Where I'm like, I don't want to be a part of the bandwagon. I want like I want to be in that person's. <laughs> you know, if it's a month from yeah. now to something real, like I'm sick of seeing stuff online or say something real. Like, just I'm I'm sorry. I have no words. I'm so sorry. Right. If I can help, let me know. If you need anything, let me know. I'm sorry. But I think the thoughts and prayers things, people get off the hook internally. You you just say it. Right. You feel a little bit better about communicating something because you would feel guilty if you didn't say anything. Well, I've even but, looked down lists like that on Facebook and seen, I'm like, well, who's, who said I'm sending thoughts and prayers? Oh, shoot, Zach sent it. Oh, shoot, Zach sent it. I have to send it now. <laughs> I mean, it's it's that cynical. Like, I'm I'm that cynical to this crap now, online. I know it's a joke because he said, I sent thoughts and prayers. I'm so sick of... How can I send thoughts and prayers if I don't even pray for myself? I'm, I'm cynical <laughs> about the online, like, sending thoughts and prayers. But I, I, I realize it's real. We just right. have the ability. And people actually feel bad. Yeah. And let's go to the benefit of the doubt. They're actually praying. Right. Great. I hope. But functionally. Back it up. Practically for that woman who lost her son or for any tragedy you lose somebody, hearing platitudes like that don't go as far as just a, just honest, brutal honesty. I'm sorry. I got, I got nothing. Nothing I can do will fix this. Right. And I'm so sorry. Yep. And the idea of, like, not that I'm trying to fix something because I don't think it can be fixed. Go ahead, fix it. Can't. Um, humans, humans have a good side, and humans have a really evil side. And when the evil side comes out, it, things don't turn out well. And uh, and there's always victims, and we can't do anything about that because knives and bone arrows and sticks and stones cannons and guns have all been invented by humans and we mostly by men we do not we don't stop so the bad will continue to happen on planet earth and and but i heard the battle belongs to the lord Right. That precedes your faith. There's a killer song in the 80s. I do think there's something. Battle belongs to the Lord. (laughs) Here we go. Go ahead. No, really. I I was appreciating (laughs) you're like sitting back. We sing glory, honor. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I like how you're just peering over at me like, so any reaction? How am I doing here? Still don't know the song? (laughs) No. (laughs) The battle belongs to the Lord. I've never heard of this song. There's probably so many Christians <laughs> listening right now like, Jeff's a devil. How could he not know hey, that Scott, song? To close out this segment, Scott, what do you think about all this? I agree. God is great. Thanks, Scott. That's a different God. <laughs> or is it? Shut up, Scott. Hey, what's going on in the world with us? Well, um, we mentioned Creflo Dollar. It's $19 a month because 20 oh, right. just seems too much. I don't <laughs> want to spend a lot of time on this, but I saw this and 
Can we he, pause so I can get another beer? Yeah, we can. Look, let's pause. Go ahead, pause. I'm going to take a sip of this Fremont Lush IPA. It is good. It's tropical quenching of my thirst. Yes. Five words right there. Tropical quenching of my thirst. That's my five-word beer review for Fremont Lush IPA. Thank you. You missed my five-word beer review. I did. Yeah, That's but okay. you have to listen back. That's I don't right. remember it. Okay. It was random. Totally random. But yeah, Creflo Dollar with his 19-year-olds. No, whoa. <laughs> wow. I mean, that may be true. I don't know. But $19. Mine's not detachable. <laughs> that was stupid. Don't, don't worry about it. I'll make it we'll shorter. Edit. Yeah, we'll edit that out. <laughs> oh, you mean the gap? I'll make it sound okay. like... <laughs> there was a gap, people. So... No, it's okay. And now we're back. <laughs> and we're back. But he's got a $19... Okay, make withdrawals from God's heavenly bank account with a $19 a month by Bible study. Hey, um, cheers to that. Yeah. All I will say, all I'll say to Harness Scott's verbiage, all I'll say is that his audience, I hope, is dying out. Not that I hope they're dying, but I hope the people that are appealed to by... Do you the, hope and pray? No, just hope. just hope. I'm sending thoughts against it, not prayers. Okay. <laughs> Just thoughts. We are believers. Just people so that are taken advantage of by televangelists. And allegedly, Jesus. I would say that's what's happening with, with his ministry. And by the way, probably probably out of the piles of shit, flowers are growing in his ministry. Somehow, some way. That is happening. I know that's happening. But also, he is taking money from people Um that feel they're doing God's work and maybe in some weird way, God's working that, but I don't think it's good. It's not something to idolize. Is, okay, it's is not it, something to follow. Is it the verbiage that, that just gets you? Well, y- yes. Like he needs a bank private, there's so much money that goes into his ministry that, and this is true of most churches. This is why I struggle with the church model. Like, I don't know if it's the right thing. I hesitate to say it's wrong. I just think, and, and church, government, corporate, any charitable giving, all this stuff could be done more efficiently. So I'm like, let's look look at all this. Where's your money going? How much is going to maintaining the thing and how much is actually going to the community is what I'm concerned about. And he's he basically is taking money from older people, I think. That's my guess is that his audience is mostly older. The young kids, millennials, I don't think fall as much prey to that, but... I'm to- totally talking about the pay grade. <laughs> no, I think you're probably right. Older people have more money than younger people. It's normal. Let's see. Megachurch pastor fired for viewing porn. Talks about overcoming his addiction and he got a new pastor job. I don't know. That's boring. I can make you guess at percentages from a survey. Sure. <laughs> 51. Okay. Did you just give me the percentage? <laughs> just gave you one of them. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you list a couple and tell me, and then I'll try and guess which one okay, was 51%. Here's what we'll do. 51% of churchgoers, according to... Everybody, ba- you can play out there. According to Barna, don't know of the Great Commission. So I have a question for you, Jeff. As the member of this oh God, podcast... Oh, gosh. ...that does not care so much about biblical details like Scott and I do. Let me get Siri. Hold on. Do you know what the Great Commission is? No. 
Do you have a guess? Nope. I knew you would answer with confidence, and you're not afraid or embarrassed. And I don't think you should be. You don't have a guess? When I hear it, okay, I will know. That's one of the questions. Oh, yes. That's one of the questions. Uh, do churchgoers recognize the Great Commission, among other verses? And so they listed one, two, three, four, five, six different verses, and it has the percentage breakdowns. Okay, so I'm going to read the verses. Okay. Don't answer. All right. Oh, that one. So here's... The, <laughs> I'm going to go in reverse order. Okay. Oh, there's five verses. The last answer is not sure if any of these passages are the Great Commission. Okay, so I'm trying to... Which one of these verses is, is the, the Great, Great Commission? Commission? Okay. Give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. Mark 12, 17. Don't answer yet. I'm not. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Mark eight thirty four. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John fourteen six. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love the neighbor as yourself. And finally, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Which one of those five? Most of that sounds like the Great Commission. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Which it's kind of spread. The percentages are spread out. But if you had to just take a stab. The Great Commission. So we're commissioned to go out and make disciples. So the final... The yes. final one read. Yes. You are correct. Yes. That is known as the Great Commission. Yes. <laughs> I, feel, I feel so powerful. <laughs> so according to the survey. Hey, by the way, everybody out there listening, seriously, totally oblivious. And I do feel I do feel like I accomplished something. No, I don't remember things, but when when um prompt prompted, I I, I usually usually you've picked up through there. osmosis certain yeah, things. Yeah. So amongst those verses, thirty-seven uh, percent of people. Said I almost did the Mark one. The second one was the Great Commission. So you're amongst thirty-seven percent. Thirty-three percent of Americans say they're not sure if any of these passages oh. are the Great Commission, and this is supposedly asking Christians. Okay. This is not a general America. Right. This these are you're not. Self-described evangelicals. Berkeley people are graduating. You're like, you're great commission. You right. know what it is. 2% said, give back to Caesar what is Caesar's and God what's God's. Whoever must wants to be my disciple must deny themselves. Uh, that's number f- that's 5%. Oh, really? Huh. Okay. 8% said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. I've heard that I'm the way, the truth, and the life can be translated... Um, and and it says no one comes to the Father except through me. That's a big verse. Yep. That yep. a That'll, lot of Christians will use to say there there are people that are on the outside. You you need Jesus, and basically you need to do a version of our Christianity and accept Jesus into our heart into but your heart. It, before you say the percentage, that that answer right there, mm-hmm. as a teacher, that's the answer you throw in to trip people up. So what were are the percentages? A little right. higher on that one. Um. Higher than five percent, it was eight percent. That's it, and that can be translated. I am the the way, the, the truth. The way can be oh, okay. translated. The reality, okay. like I am reality, right? Okay, which is super mystical sounding and and dope, as far as I'm concerned. That's woke, but I, I don't know if it is. But I like you <laughs> said that's woke. I don't think you've ever said woke before. I love it. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. 
Um, oh, actually, that that's the trip. Sixteen percent yeah. jumps up a bit, and then thirty-seven yeah. percent got it right. And this is when they saw those verses together; they were able to um, piece those together. But do you know the Great Commission, churchgoers? Have you heard of the Great Commission? What percent said no? Let's go with that. Oh. What, what percentage of churchgoers this in America? This isn't the 51% one, is it? Oh, yeah. I already gave the answer. <laughs> uh, all right. Had Good job. You were paying attention. <laughs> Your listening comprehension skills are incredible. <laughs> okay. Who said yes, but I re- can't recall the exact meaning? What percentage? Wait. Say that again? Have you heard of the Great Commission? Yes, but I don't know exactly what it is. You would have been in that position. Yes. What percentage of Americans? Um, of American Christians? Yes. I'd say 25%. Damn it. You haven't read this? No. Take Th- a drink. You, 25%. I nailed it? You nailed it. I just thought probably one out of every Dude, four. you nailed it. Oh, my gosh. Good job, Jeff. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then 17% said yes, and it means. Yes, and they were able to say what it means. Oh, wow. And then 6% said not sure. Great Commission, the super, you know, the amazing thing that Jesus said to do. Breaks it down by elders, boomers, Generation X, millennials. Guess which was lowest? M- M- millennials. <laughs> but, so the Great Commission... Do you, do you feel that? Like, go and make disciples of all nations? Like, for you personally, practically, what does that look like? Is that something you're passionate about? I know you're supposed I to say yes, but to me, what I'm not. What does that mean? I'm supposed to say yes says who? Well, as a Christian, as an, a church leader, I most people would think you would say yes, the Great Commission, I don't, do it. I don't see that. What's funny, this is actually uh, something that happened today. So my, our neighbor who they might be agnostic, uh, she's from Scandinavia and it's a pretty atheist agnostic type of, uh, environment there. But she went down the street, uh, cause our, our kids kind of play all over the place, but there's, you know, several houses that they'll end up at. And that's, you know, one of the friends and they, the, that person is seriously will like, Hey, God's amazing, great. And so my wife goes, Hey, by the way, so, you know, our friend got cornered in their house. Like, she felt like she was cornered and couldn't do anything. And, like, do you know, do you know Jesus Christ? You know God? You have a relationship? And I'm like, Really? How long did that last? Like, an hour. She felt like she couldn't get out of there. And they were trying to. Wait, they were at her house? No, no. She had gone down to get her her daughter, and th- we all figured, oh, I think they're all, I think our our child and your child, and and theirs are down. They ended up at their house, and and they're good people. But it's like when you go down there, the idea of discipling, it's like I'm gonna. I'm oh gonna, no, we like, will make you I'm a disciple, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so that's why I brought up the the you know like art, you know. I get it, but in what way? Because you're not really making a disciple. I 
guess it could work that way, but you're not really making a disciple by cornering somebody and making her feel uncomfortable and she doesn't feel like she can get out of this. Now, who knows if it's planting a seed? I have no idea. Uh, it could totally be, but she was thrown back and put off a little bit by the directness. And I get it because I know the people and he just, he comes out swinging and I'm a believer. So when he came out swinging, I'm like, I am, I'm actually an elder at the church. He's he, like, he was, Oh, for yeah, clarification, right. he was spiritually swinging, not physically. <laughs> Do you have to clarify? Some people, I, I, I heard a listener thinking, really? They're going to oh, okay, okay. I heard it. Listen to the spirit. That's good. It's good, Zach. Uh, anyway, discipling. I'm like, I'm not so sure that's the best way. Like, build a relationship. They barely know each other. I mean, this woman and these people barely know each other, and and she's not a believer. And he's coming out. There's coming out swinging against. You know them, and I'm like, oof. Uh, I don't know. What does swinging is look good? like? I mean, not what does swinging look like. What is coming out swinging? Clarification. What Do is you believe in out? God? Do you believe in God? He can save your life. You know, oh. like that. Yeah, like that. Like that. this feels gross. I don't. I mean, it's not real. It's like I you, what, you. You're you're coming at me all hard and heavy. Like I'm supposed to. Okay, if it'll get you to back off and I can't smell your breath, right. I'll say yes. Right. right, 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 right. Oh, man. So go into all the world can also be translated wherever you go in the world. So I think the translators... Oh, sorry. I didn't even answer your question. I threw that in there. Well, so you kind of said... Well, I don't know. Maybe if you, if you have a good answer, go ahead. I'm having deja vu here. Nope, keep going. I think in my past life with you i kept going yeah. on for like three hours and it was really Bro, bad bibles and beer believes in reincarnation did you hear that blanche you gotta stop listening to that, that shit golden girls i don't know what this is but it's something stop listening to bros bibles and beer what are they doing talking about reincarnation uh, <laughs> sounds like you and ryan have been hanging out this past week <laughs> anyway go Go into all the world. What if it said wherever you are, wherever you are in the world? What if the meaning was more wherever you are in the world, make disciples? Does that change it? Makes it seem like less commandy, because going back to a previous episode where you were confessing, struggling with the podcast, what are we doing? And you don't. It doesn't give you life having the interpretation of the Bible argued over granted Scott and I don't always do that well. So forget about that. But that verse was a big impetus with the crusades happening and conquering through force because of the command to go into all nations and they interpret it wrongly. I would argue to make disciples by force. So if it goes from go into all the world to wherever you are in the world, make disciples, does that change anything? Do you think? It's not a trick question. No, I don't think it's a trick question. I think question. most people haven't heard it phrased that way because most Bibles don't translate it quite like that. <laughs> I got my sports references. I'm like, the you're the major league champions. You're the world champions. It just sounds better. Yeah, never mind that <laughs> no other countries are... Actually, <laughs> I know the countries players are represented from other countries. Anyway, 
that 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 I that th- those words the verbiage and I who knows what it meant does it is it less impactful more impactful if it's like wherever you are in the world go out and make nation go out and make what is it go disciples. out go out and make disciples like for me it would change it like I don't feel pulled to make disciples in the way that most people think of making disciples. And what did people think the world was back then? That's a great question because if you go to them, the known world have already been gone to from our... Really? Yeah. Because the known world didn't include America. Right. So people do read it like, no, it's already happened. People also read it like, well, Jesus won't come back until... We hit every corner of the world until we hit every I thought about that part of the world. Then Jesus will come back. Some people have that view, and then some people say, "No, it already happened." Mm. And some people are like, "Well, no, it's just kind of like let's make disciples." And to a lot of people, discipling is getting people to invite Jesus into their heart, and to others, it's no. Walking along, how did Jesus make disciples? He had a, a disciple as a follower or a student. He had his 12 that came with him, and they were living life together, doing right. everything together, including preaching, healing, all that stuff. But it wasn't just like a singular moment where you gave your heart to Christ. Boom, I got a disciple. And I think that's the that's what America has done the most is like get the numbers, get people, get baptisms, like and then right. it's done. Then you got a disciple. And then they they miss the people that are like, oh, I got more questions now. Like, I'm okay, I'm all into Jesus. I got him in my heart. But then weird stuff's happening, and I don't I don't know. The Bible seems weird as I'm reading it. Well, before and there's I, no follow-up. Before I forget my thought here, there was a gentleman that uh, is in a circle of friends that I uh, hang out with every once in a while. And in the last event we had, he just came up to me, put my, his arm around me and said, man, I am all, I'm all in. I'm like, your church is going to be my church. I'm bringing my family to church. I like, I feel healed and connected and loved. And, and this is something I've, I've never felt before. When I think about discipling, I'm thinking about this gentleman who his heart was healed. Like, I think he lacked some hope and hope in humanity. And he's like, this exists for me in my faith. I never knew. And so when we think about, when I think about healing, I'm like, that's a part of healing in like humanity's so good. And, and people are so good and how we just, how, um, what's the word? Just not honest, but authentic. Just we're not we're not BSing in our stories, and we can sit around the campfire and just be totally clear with where life is at, and and that's okay. And praying for each other. And he walked away from a, a three or four day trip um, that we went backpacking, which is like this is amazing. Like I'm, I feel I'm, I'm healed. And I'm, I think about the biblical references to healing and on the spectrum, I, I would be like, I think 
maybe not so much a miracle happened, but for him, it was miraculous. And if he was to write, you know, a piece of the Bible story, <laughs> I'm thinking like that could be. He's inspired. He, totally. And, and that's so good because he really was, life was, he was trudging along, I think. And things are, were, you know, he came out of that. Like I've been, I like, I, I picked up my cross and I went. So I, I'm, I'm just going on and on here. You so. are. And I'm not sure how that I, pertains not, to certain things that we were just talking about. I but don't it's even good. know what we were talking about. Yeah. Your eyes went black. This <laughs> <laughs> rolled back into my head. <laughs> But let's get to let's yeah. Get to let's a little, get to stuff. Let's get to dude. We're already at an hour. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you enjoying your time with me? I just am. You and me. This is fantastic. Just you and me. Chicago. My wife and I danced that song first dance in our wedding. <gasps> can I mention? Can I mention a God moment? Okay, mention a God moment. Okay, I'm gonna cue up the theme song for feedback. Okay. Go ahead. At last. So my wife and I are sitting at a restaurant and there's a singer that certainly wouldn't be singing. At last. Blah, blah, blah. What anyway, song is that? It's a song that was sung at our, I'm not even, <laughs> the song is terrible, but it was a song that was sung at our, in our, our wedding, my wife and I's wedding video. So we. Worst day of your life. We so fourteen years tomorrow will be our wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations! But we went out Saturday night, and we're just sitting there having a nice dinner. And for some reason, the person who's going to be singing at this restaurant, who wasn't going to be singing that song at all, said, "At last," and stopped right there. And then five minutes later, started singing the whatever song that she was going to be singing, which hadn't wasn't even close to that genre of singing. Wait, what was the song? At last. Oh yeah, I know it now. No, I don't. Oh no, I got it. No. <laughs> okay, but any but my my point being is, I looked at my wife and I said, okay. Here we are in our wedding anniversary. We fought to hell and back for this marriage. And here we are sitting, celebrating our wedding at 14 years. And that song comes on. She goes, that song was from our wedding video. God moment. And I looked at her. I'm like, that is God saying hello and well done. And like, keep fighting on. Like, that's how I, I get goosebumps right now, Zach. And so you went home and had gentle, sciatic, friendly sex. God dang it, that sciatic is really throwing me off. <laughs> I have no idea what happened, but regardless, like God spoke. Like Your eyes definitely rolled back. In the restaurant, I was like, amen. Yes. I don't know if any if that happens to any of you out there, but I'm telling you. Let us know that, bros. My, my wife said, maybe people just don't, they're God speaking, and they just, they're not listening. Maybe. And some and some people are. All right, let's well, go. Regardless, I'm glad that happened to you, and I. It, it was fantastic. It makes me happy. It made made both of us happy. Feedback, feedback.
I should be prepared. Well, I will say, we did get a star on iTunes, a five star, uh, with no words attached to it. So I'm assuming people just click the star. That's fine. I appreciate that. I do that with the stuff I buy on Amazon. You just click it. I don't want to write anything. Just don't say any words. That's fine. Um, But I will say... We, we will read. Oh, you will say? I will say. <laughs> say I'm <it>. about to. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't let me finish, leave your words on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. <laughs> we'll read it. We appreciate it. But thanks for the star, whoever you were. Uh, I should check the other countries, too, because I know we got decent Canada listenership. <laughs> and <laughs> if you don't check... You know what that is? God, he was a <laughs> You didn't hear my words. I probably slurred a little bit. Well, we, <laughs> hey, I got homebrew in me, and I've got two of the Fremont Lushes. So uh, yeah, this is a regular rip. <laughs> <laughs> We're landing this plane, oh, folks. <laughs> I'm really not prepared. We're landing this plane. Uh, we'll do some editing <laughs> <here>. <laughs> <So> <laughs> uh, Oh, my gosh. You are not prepared at all, no. folks. Right now, just want you to know, Zach's typing into the <laughs> internet. Put the URL no, in no. there. I'm looking. I'm looking <laughs> I at know, the PC you're monitor. To maneuver, you're no, no. <laughs> I'm typing on the MacBook uh, while looking at the PC. Yeah, that's tough. Hey, hit Facebook on that keyboard right that's there. That's tough. Oh my gosh. What? There's actual Facebook. Yes. Type there. Oh. Just hit F. See what comes up. Good thing it was Facebook. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> no, hey, by the <laughs> way, my my students at, at school they asked me like, "What's a URL? What's an URL? What's an URL?" Yeah, they don't have to deal with URLs. You know what an URL is? Uh, like, Google's trying to eliminate the URL. Google. All right, we did have a survey because Scott said on the Steve Austin episode, <laughs> the gospel is. That we are bad. We're I bad. believe that's a direct quote from episode 94. It reminds me of, with, what is it? Be- is it Beavis and Butthead or South Park? Is it, it's a... Uh, oh, he's a regular raptor. Ooh, we're burping? We're, you know, you okay? <laughs> are you having a stroke? <laughs> Jeff, do you smell toast? We're bad. We're bad. Is that Family Guy? Or? Is it? No, we're bad. Nah, I don't know. I think it's South Park. Okay. Yeah, I think it's South Park. So We're just bad. We have two poles. Humans are bad. You just lost your pole. There's your pole. The gospel is on Facebook that we are bad, said by co- co-host on episode 94. 14% generally agree with the statement that the gospel is that we are bad. And 86% generally disagree. Do you think that's a human response? We're not. We're not bad. Well, hopefully they're all humans and not robots. Maybe some of the Russians got in there. Well, great. I want to clarify because I'm the clarifier. <laughs> Thank you. But And we, we'll do the Twitter results in a minute. But Jimmy Pacini on Facebook. Uh, it's Jimmy. Jimmy, we have clarified this. He is Italian. If he's not, he should renounce his name. <laughs> okay. All right, Jimmy. But he said, I have so many things to say about this. This bomb created a major shift in how I felt about the rest of the episode. Because it was mentioned briefly. You know, honestly, during the episode, Scott said it. And we 
didn't unpack it. I moved on because we were almost done. Right. And so I said, I said the, the comment was a bomb drop towards the end that we didn't have time to dive into. And he said, he went on after he listened to it and he said, I'm, sh- uh, I thought I agree with Steve, Steve Austin. Yep. And I understood his perspective regarding the church's focus on Christians being bad until I didn't. I agree we as the church spend too much time either exercising or judging excising or judging behavior based on being broken. However, I believe we have to understand that to be true in order to fully understand the need for a savior. I okay, I believe that we have to understand that to be true in order to fully understand the need for a savior. You know, in I my, just repeated that, but yeah, I tried to. Re- in read my it classroom, Zach, I usually take over for the student that's struggling. <laughs> right, so you want, me, you want me to take the rest? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a healthier way to do that than what our Christian culture tends to do, which is what I originally thought Steve was saying, in my opinion. <laughs> no we nuisance. have to love God and love people in that order. Again. I thought that was Steve's argument, but I didn't realize when he was saying he didn't care to debate theology, which I am not interested in either, that he meant a lot more about the foundations of Christianity. Hopefully that makes sense. I think I generally agree with both sides, but feel like we can't let the pendulum swing too far in either direction and need to allow for authentic healing while God remains the center focus. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah. Excellent contributor. I always appreciate Jimmy's words, opinions. So Scott Scott doesn't. (laughs) Scott does. Actually, Scott would probably agree with most. He'd probably say, I agree with most of that. When Scott says most, he's like, but the 10% pretty much going to hell for that. There's going to be judgment. Total judgment. Going to hell. On Twitter, the gospel, Twitter lets you do more than one answer. So I said, the gospel is that we are bad. 11% agreed. 51% disagreed. 23% said it's complicated. And 15% said, damn it, Scott. Hmm. And then we got a couple responses. Wandering Christian at Wander XIAN on Twitter said, Evangelical gospel, yes. Jesus gospel, no. We are made in the image of God. Hashtag gospel means good news. And then quit Christianity, which is at quit XIANITY, posted a link to a blog post about the segmented gospel uh, at quitchristianity.com. So if you want to read that, check that out. But thanks <laughs> thanks for chiming in, Quit Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Are they trying to get toot their own horn? What's going on there? Uh, you know. Look I'm what just, I found. I, you guys need to read this. Yeah, here's our take. Well, hey, they're following us and they voted. I'm guessing yeah. they voted disagree. Yeah. Uh, are we bad? Is that the gospel, Jeff? Real Okay, ultimate caveat is that Caveats. Ultimate caveat being, we don't have time. 
And Scott's not here, so that's good news because we don't have to waste time. God, thank you, God. Because this is a can of worms for sure. I love you, Scott. Can I pray right now? We can talk about it later, Scott, whenever you show up to this podcast. I just want to be, I'm thankful that Scott's not here, Lord. So thankful. Sweet baby Jesus. Appreciate, just appreciate the clean conversation with Zach. You know, thank no, you for our clear beer. It yeah, is so clear. No and hurdles and jump over. I don't have to argue and just wait. I know there's somebody that are the pining over Scott arguing. Like ah, you guys can't say that. Neuter me in this. And Lord, we just thank you for all. There's a lot of celebrities that houses got burned, but there's a lot more that didn't get burned. We thank you for protecting their houses. In Jesus' name, <laughs> Amen. Where were we? It's a good thing Scott is not going to listen to this because he would he's you would probably explode. <laughs> Anyways, the gospel is that we are bad. We are closing. We are landing the ship. Yes. Is that the gospel to you, Jeff? I am in seat 39B, and from 39B, I say we are good. So oh. good. In the image of God, we Ooh. are good. Very good, maybe? Excellent. Like maybe even very good? Or very, I'm going very good. Yeah. I can be persuaded. Hey, it's biblical. I think we are splendiferous. That's the Don King version. Oh, Don King. I heard donkey at first. <laughs> the Don Key version. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> uh, We're a few beers in. <laughs> okay. So, Scott would say we are bad. I'll just say for that. Shut up, Scott. And if ninety nine percent of the people said yes, we are we are good, Scott would say, I'll go into hell. Hey, let us accept know, him. Hey, if you think we're bad and that's the gospel, or generally with caveats, hit us up at, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Bros Bibles Beer, com. You can leave comments on the links there. Um we'd like to hear from you because I I say we're I'm a, I'm the heretic though. I am a heretic. I think we are good. And I don't I think the the idea that we're bad and therefore we need a savior Zach a heretic is tapping on the truth. It's like scratching at the truth. It's like a basic understanding of humanity and what what's going on and what God is doing through the Christ. But it's base level. We can go next level. And maybe we should go next level on the next Bros, Babbles, and Beer, which probably won't happen, but we can talk about it if you guys want to. <laughs> there won't be a next Bros, Babbles, and Beer. Wait, why? What? No, <laughs> no it's okay. No. I can take it out of context. Is it okay? No, it's the thought of, I forget it. No more thoughts. <clears throat> and on that note, my thoughts are gone. So every once in a while, my wife asked me, she said, uh, are you going to answer me? I'm like, I don't, my daughter did that to me. She came in to ask me something. I'm like, I have no idea. I'm thinking about this. And all of a sudden she explodes. She's like, nobody ever answers me. I'm like, wow, my wife and my <laughs> daughter are identical. I'm like, I'm thinking. Can I think for goodness sakes? I repent. Ah! <laughs> Lord, save me from the female side of the world. <laughs> That's a pattern. That's a pattern for you. Why'd you go into teaching? You're surrounded by women. 
professionals, and yet you entered that field as a challenge. man. I love the challenge. I will win. Or exactly. <laughs> so is it because you think that women? You know, there's too many women. Women need to be back at the house. I, Jeff Pearson, will go into that fold and make sure there's one less woman working outside of the house. I have, <laughs> not, I have no idea. I'm not going to answer that. Thanks, Jeff. That was so good. You're good. You want to press some buttons for fun? Don't touch me. I'm 52, I'm a gym teacher. Go ahead, press some buttons. Gym teacher. I'm a gym teacher. Mine's not detachable. Neuter me in this, because in the future, it may re pivot in sports. really use a dream. You're doing great, Jeff. I so regret this whole conversation. I agree. Double explanation. I'm drunk. Hey, woman! Yeah. God, he was a Who is God's children? <laughs> Shut up, Scott. Keep that theological scooter thing. I want to hear you. Hermeneutics.